You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, my name is Zeke Robison, and this is Tech in 2, the coronavirus update from Wired. Pfizer and BioNTech have pledged to give 1 billion doses of their COVID vaccine to low- and middle-income countries by the end of the year, and another billion over the course of 2022. It's not clear yet if these donations will go through the COVAX initiative, which has struggled to gain momentum, especially as halted exports from India have put its largest supplier behind on delivering doses. To make up for the shortfall, Gavi, one of the organizations behind COVAX, agreed today to buy 200 million doses of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. President Biden has also announced that the U.S. will donate more of its vaccine surplus. In addition to a previous commitment to send 80 million AstraZeneca doses overseas, his administration will send 20 million doses of shots approved for use in the U.S. by the end of June. Even as the rate of vaccinations slows in the U.S., many countries around the world are struggling to secure doses, throwing questions of vaccine equity into ever sharper relief. And the European Union made several key changes to its COVID travel policies in preparation for the summer holidays. On Wednesday, the 27 member nations agreed to ease restrictions for people who have received an approved vaccine or who come from a country deemed safe. Because of the UK's rising levels of the B1617 variant first identified in India, the country is currently not on this list. The EU also agreed to a digital certificate system that will enable people who can prove they are unlikely to have COVID either because they've tested negative or are vaccinated to travel more freely within the region. Stateside, government officials have reportedly been weighing the possibility of changing the U.S.'s travel policies surrounding COVID. For the moment, though, restrictions will remain, including those limiting non-essential travel from Canada and Mexico, which the Department of Homeland Security has said will stay in place at least through June 21st. Japan expanded its state of emergency for the third consecutive week and approved two more vaccines from Moderna and AstraZeneca in the hopes of slowing the virus's latest surge in the country. The state of emergency now applies to 42% of the country's population. So far, vaccine rollout has been worryingly slow. Just 4% of the population has received one or more doses. The Tokyo Summer Olympics are nine weeks away, and the International Olympic Committee has said that the Games will go forward even if the state of emergency is still in effect. 
but polling shows that some 60 to 80 percent of the population is opposed to hosting the games. Elsewhere in Asia, cases are also on the rise, even in countries where numbers were once negligible. In response, Hong Kong and Singapore have changed their travel policies, Malaysia has imposed a new lockdown, and many people across the region have retreated to their homes. Want more news you can use? Sign up for the Tech in Two newsletter at wired.com tt. So if you ask anyone in the Wired newsroom, what's on your mind? Here's what some of us are thinking about. Big tech. The coronavirus pandemic. Climate change. Disinformation and election security. What policing should look like in the future. This is Get Wired. And I'm your host, Lauren Good. Every story about technology is really a story about people. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Get Wired. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.